Greetings and salutations. This is Isha, and you are tuned in to episode 20 of Hope Speaks. Thank you so much for joining me. I have so many new things to tell you. So much has been happening, and I'm just reminded that this isn't the end. It's only the beginning. So most recently, um, God has transitioned me to another place, physically, spiritually, mentally. And I have been um, just going through a process of transition. So the old things are wiped away and everything becomes new. I'm so thankful for that change. Y'all, I have been waiting for so long to be in a better position to write more, to speak more in terms of doing this podcast, to be a better entrepreneur. And I feel like God's put me in the position to achieve the things that I've been working towards for the last four years. So I am so thankful for all the opportunities I've had thus far, but I'm even, I even feel better just looking towards the future right now, to be honest with you. So I just want to do a short little um, session for tonight because it's like 3 a.m. my time, but I'm feeling so good. I just want to give y'all a little bit of some, some. So the first poem that we're going to start off with is called Feeling Soft. I want to feel soft. No cracks, just smooth. I desire touch, so slick. I'm oily with an attitude. I want my silky ambition to slide through. So buttercup, butter me up. In cold days, I want you. I'm sweet and rarely bitter. Although I hold on to memories, I'm quick to forget. With an intimate hug or a breath-stealing kiss. Only metaphors can dream of this. I bring the love in close. Then with a flick of the wrist, I dismiss. But I still reminisce on your fragrant smell. I may have forgotten the shape of your laughter, the head-splitting reaction of your company the morning after. But your truth brings day to evening without a sun. And after all these years, you're still the only one that can make me feel soft. Again, the name of this poem is Feeling Soft. Thank you. So I just want to take the time to to just acknowledge all the crazy stuff that's been going on lately. Like, it's been bananas, like banana in the tailpipe bananas, you know? Um, there hasn't been a single day in the last month where I haven't felt like, oh my gosh, what's going on, you know? Um, honestly, I haven't really... This is the first day I've, well, it's 3 a.m., but <laughs> up until I woke up, this was the first time I've actually gotten a consistent, like, five hours of sleep. Because I've been so tired lately. I've had so much to do. I haven't really, I haven't had time to sleep. You know, it's been, um, it's been crazy. I haven't really been able to focus on a lot of things I wanted to focus on for a long time. And I think that was starting to frustrate me because I felt like no matter what I did, I was coming up short. I felt like I just never had enough time to focus on things that mattered. But as of late, um, God has opened a door so I can 
spend more time handling business that matters to me so I can spend more time developing, focusing on writing, um, focusing on working out even. I haven't even had time to work out. So this will be a good this will be a good break for me just to focus on building things up so I can kind of reset, you know, because when you've gone through a lot of crazy stuff in a short period of time, sometimes you just need time to reset, you know, just to get back to the basics. So I'm excited to get back to the basics, you know, even with um, Bible study, even with, you know, with, with spending more time going back to church. And honestly, I felt like I needed to take a slight reprieve for going to church. I mean, you know, just going to church for the moment because things were getting stressful, you know. People weren't being very positive or kind to me. You know, I think a lot of the kindness I I thought I would receive at church, I really didn't. So, and, you know, I wasn't shocked. I think I was just irritated. (laughs) Because the last thing you want to deal with when stuff is going down is people just being rude towards you. And you're like, man, you know, you should be praying for me. <laughs> I, I would hope you'd be praying for me. Like, why are you talking about me? You know, <laughs> but um, but but God bless them. You know, I'm I'm sure they didn't know any better. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure they were just so caught up in my business they couldn't find a way to pray for me. And so you know, and I guess I guess that's life. You know, I, I'm not mad particularly about it. I mean, I was upset, but then I just kind of let it go and moved on. Like people should do but you know such is life I'm just ready to kind of just get back out there and and now that I've had this time to rest and focus because when I'm you know dealing with stuff sometimes I get irritated you know I get tired of being around people I think we all go through those phases where like yo leave me alone like give me a break you know so right now I'm just happy because I feel like I'm feeling a little bit softer like my chest I can breathe a little easier now I'm walking a little lighter now. I feel very refreshed and rejuvenated because God is just bringing about a transition in my life. And even though things aren't all the way where they could be, I can see that things are going to start, in Jesus' name, getting better. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah. And, you know, once again, I'm not going to be talking to y'all too long tonight. I'm just giving y'all a little bit of, little bit of juice, a little bit of tea, you know. Sliding some poetry y'all way. Because I know I've been falling short this month and I want to apologize, you know. I was in the process of figuring things out. And let me tell you, that's not an excuse. But when I when I say it was getting murky for your girl, I was getting, oof, I, I was exhausted. I was exhausted. But I'm not that exhausted anymore. So let's go. The name of this next poem is Status Complicated. We've gone through so many phases of caring then not caring, then caring again. Are we even love us? Can we ever be friends? But for some reason, we think of each other often. So I guess that makes us complicated. You want things simple, but I leave you frustrated. And although we both hate it, we always look back. What you been up to, big head? Baby, where you at? It's good to hear from you every now and then. But don't let my imagination get to wandering because I never left. I just needed time alone. I just wanted time to myself long enough to realize that I missed you.
Again, the name of that poem is Status Complicated. Thank you. And, you know, I think that sometimes, in a way, life does get complicated, you know. I I can't express how many times I've been like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? How do I deal with this? How am I going to move forward? I'm so stressed out. Like, I've gone through so many phases where I should be holding on to my peace, but instead I'm just, like, feeling frazzled. Um, so I'm trying to get past that whole feeling of being frazzled because, really, God got it anyway. While I'm stressed out. He got the whole plan on lock. He got it all in his hands. While I'm like running around with like a chicken with my head cut off, it's already been addressed. And I think I need to keep that in mind. So now I'm going to try to work harder to be aware of the fact that God has already created the solutions for my problems. Even the ones I'm dealing with, I can't even speak to you about because while I'm in the midst of stressing, God's in the midst of giving me a blessing, so I got to stop stressing. You know, I have to be more focused on on better things because life is so good when you give it an opportunity to be good. So I'm going to read another poem for you. It's a shorty, but it's a goodie. And it's another, these last two poems, by the way, were all on my 300tribybywater.com blog. So the next one I'm also going to read to you is 300 Tribe by Water. Well, it's from my blog, 300 Shot About Water. <laughs> so the name of this poem is Time, question mark. Where, oh, where did all the time go? Where can it be found? Is it buried in texts and notifications? Did the numbers and dials break off the clock and fall to the ground? Can the loss be regained? Or has it been fixed in place like a window pane? Thank you again. The name of that poem is Time, question mark. And I think that sometimes we get so frustrated and things not being in our time or on the time when we want it to be so that we don't realize things are working as they should. Things are all happening and the dominoes are falling into place correctly. But if you don't look at it for what it is, you could get stressed out. You'd be like, oh my gosh, everything's wrong. Everything's shot up. I don't know what's going on. I'm com- I'm confused. Stuff is complicated. But really... Everything's working in God's timing. You know, if we're too fixated on how things appear, we don't realize that they're actually going just fine. You know, I'm coming to realization that there is a season for everything. And I talked about this maybe an episode ago. There is a season for everything. And sometimes we're thinking we're behind and really it just wasn't our season. That doesn't mean that it's lost. That doesn't mean it can't be regained. That doesn't mean that we can't still capitalize on the things that God has placed in our heart, in our spirit, or within our soul. We have to still be willing to be used, even if we think that we've missed our opportunity. Because we don't really know what God has for us until we go after it. Until we say, you know what, I'm going to go after the things that are on my heart and in my mind. And I feel that God is placed within my soul because we have to be aware of the fact that the way we look at time and the way that God looks at time, that's totally different views of time. You know, what we think is over, God's saying, I'm not even close to done. What we think is, you know, a matter of no more of this, God is like, actually, some more of this. <laughs> okay. And and I think that's the exciting thing about God is the fact that 
he doesn't. Yo, yo, I'm recording, honey. Be respectful, please. I respect you. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. All right, that's my dog. <laughs> um. Anyways, I don't know why I'm spelling to him like he could, like he know what I'm saying. I need to stop doing that. He be looking at me like, "Girl, stop tripping." Um, but I I see now that a lot of times I could have took things easier. You know, I could have been more like relaxed. Like when the storm was at my door, I could have been like way more chill than what I was, you know? And I hope that this is touching somebody out there. And I hope this is resonating with someone because sometimes, whew, I'd be on 10, I could be on nine or eight. Bro, please. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm going to read y'all another poem before my dog gets restless. Bro. The name of this poem is... <laughs> name of this poem is Why Didn't I Put My Dog in My Room? Like, what? Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, the name of this poem is Future Generations. And this is on my Pure Love Isha.com blog. P-U-R-E-L-O-V-E-E-S-H-A.com. People forgot about the young children, looking up to them, waiting for them to make a move that would change their lives, hoping that they would make the right steps and hold their money tight while investing in business that take flight. Let the future generations come to mind when you work. There's no use in providing a roof for comfort if your assets have no worth. Put the children first. Why not save for college? Don't avoid the rainy day fund. Some people will frivolously spend their money while others hold off on having uncalculated fun. Consider tomorrow, because time waits for no one. Value the moments that the world can't see. The work is done while the easygoing people are sleeping. Think about the future generations. Again, the name of this poem is Future Generations. Thank you for listening. Um, so right now I'm just I'm just trying to keep on rolling. Like I'm I, I have no intent in stopping and taking a break and pausing and giving up and sitting by and letting life pass me by as I accept the inevitability of the things that people pass on to me, which were never mine to accept anyway. Um, with that being said, <laughs> I have been looking back, going over things, thinking about how I could do certain things differently and and also, I've been looking at some of my old poetry. I've been looking at some of my old poetry. I've been thinking, like, okay, I should probably read y'all some stuff from, from like, four years ago cause, or five years ago. Because sometimes I act like it doesn't exist. 
So I'm going to read y'all a poem that I wrote about four or five years ago. Actually, maybe it's like, okay. Like, okay, it was about five years ago. The name of this poem is Singing in the Rain. Keep in mind, I was a little more rough back then. You know, I'm a little, I'm a little bit rough around the edges now, but I've tried to calm it down. So the name of this poem is Singing in the Rain. Take all the impurities and cleanse me. The daylight moves into position, completing my sunset. The moon is still risen in a pale black sky. Doves from my bosom sail into the sky. Fly, little birds, fly. She sees him clear as day, but she still feels betrayed. But even still, she loves him the same. Oops, my zipper came undone. I'm off track, I almost won, but I doubled back to repeat the mistakes I never needed to make. I bit into the apple offered by the snake. I tried to shadow the glass ceiling because I needed a break. I almost gave up on hope till I figured out how to sing in the rain and how to cry and not die a little when you feel rust to be the same. He thought he was here for the word, but double entendres are why you came. So when you read this poem, you won't take it the same. Brown leaves fall to the ground on a hot summer day. I needed aloe. I saw your face and turned away. A burning remains. Why? To make love to twilight conversations and act the way we did. Bells ring in my ears as I think of you. As time went on, I held on a little too tight, tried harder to make sense of situations instead of sleeping at night. And that's why I've been uh, singing in the rain. Thank you. Again, the name of that poem is Singing in the Rain. I don't know why I never read that poem. I actually always liked it, but, you know, I guess I, I wrote so much stuff I never realized how much stuff I just like forgot about. I actually looked at my blog, um, 300 trybywater.com the other day. And if y'all remember, I, I changed the name of that website. It was originally black20some.com. But as I went through different phases and transitions in life, I decided I was like, okay, I'm going to rename this website. But I looked at it the other day and I realized I actually had 900 posts on there. And I thought it can't be possible. Like there's no way I like even typed 900 posts, like poems, haikus, short poems, little blog posts, comparisons. Like when I really looked over it, like even just my thoughts and little stuff, when I looked over and realized how much stuff I typed, I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like that's insane. I never would have thought that I typed that much or that I had that much to say, or even that I've been working on this blog for five years omg omg um but but i have and i'm so excited like i don't think it has attraction that i it doesn't have the traction i want to have and just to be forthright i expected it to be a lot a lot farther but i'm happy with all the things i created on that blog i'm happy with being able to look back and see all the stuff i've been through in writing and all the poetry I've I've written in different times of my life. Every time I read a poem, I can literally remember where I was at, what I was doing, how I was feeling. It's almost like a poetry diary at this point. I have so many poems on there. And I really had to take the time to break it down. And I think just maybe create something out of it. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm going to start doing more with that this year. I'm going to start making more moves, more performances in Jesus' name. So, yeah, just be on the lookout for my future stuff. I'm so excited. I hope you're excited. Just when we think the door is closed, God has another one opening for us. You know, as they say, when one door closes, another one opens. 
I just want to take the time to encourage all those who are going through something right now, who feel like their heart is breaking right now, who don't know what tomorrow will brings will, will bring. I just want to tell you that honestly, it's not over. And it's nowhere near over. Sometimes when we see that things aren't going as planned, we get discouraged. But I want to tell you right now that it's when we think that things are falling apart that God will pull us to our feet and say, I got you. I've always had you. And it's far from what you think it is. Like, there's been so many times where I thought I knew what was going on and God showed me. He was like, no, nah, girl, you, you guessed, but you're wrong. You guessed, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not, in fact, I have an announcement I'm going to be bringing to y'all in about two weeks. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but I have an announcement. You know, because God has just, he's been shocking me. Like, God shocks me so often. Like, one minute I, I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. Next minute I'd be like, God has a sense of humor. Because sometimes... <laughs> He'll like he'll put things he'll put things I feel like in my path. Sometimes I feel, but I'll feel like they're in my way. I'll be like, this is in my way. This is an obstacle. This is a challenge. This is a problem. And really, God's like, man, this is a time for me to show up and show out for you. Let me show you who I am. I, some some see, I forget. So often I'd be like, let me show people what I'm about. God be like, no, nah, I'm gonna show you what I'm about. <laughs> like you be thinking like jokes on you. It's about me. <laughs> God be like, it's it's not about you. It's about what I'm doing through you. Actually, it's not about you. It's about the blessings I will bestow upon you and the testimony you will give to my people. Like I be thinking like, oh, it's about me. I got this. God be like, no, I don't know who Darada is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so yeah. God man, God has a sense of humor. Like if I could just. If I could tell y'all like all the stuff I've been through, y'all be like, no way. I'd be like, yes way. Yes way. <laughs> all the things I thought I was gonna do. <laughs> all this all the stuff like I've seen, like when when God come when 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 God addresses me, he does it in such a way where I'm just like, wow, no one could have did that but Christ. Nobody else. Okay. Uh <laughs> So I want to give y'all a passage, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's for everybody who feels like they're tired, who may be tired. I want to tell you that God will not let you faint. And he will never give you more than what you can bear. And let me tell you, I feel like I've buried a lot. In the last 12 months, I've been, I've been, I've been punching at the air. I heard my sister say the other day, she said, man, I've been punching at the air. And the funny thing is one day <laughs> I saw the, I saw my sister literally punching at the air. Like she was in her room alone, just, just punching at like, <laughs> like literally punching at nothing. And I was like, dang, like. Like, I knew it was bad, but I was like, dang, it must have hit a breaking point. <laughs> because when I saw her punching at the air, that's what I knew. That's what I knew. I said, oh, it's getting, it's, it's getting wild. Like, 
it's like you know sometimes the stress of life can be so frustrating that you'll be up there literally you'll you'll be like who wants something you'll be up there punching at everything you'll be like okay so am i fighting myself am i fighting a situation am i fighting the world who am i fighting at this point like i'm fighting a little bit of everybody man like oh yeah okay (laughs) because you know sometimes we can't determine what comes next all we can do is prepare ourselves to be surprised and i want to tell y'all god's been god's been um He's been more than wonderful to me. He's been surprising me. Because when I tell y'all, oof, some days I be like, I, I am tired. I am over it. I don't know who else is, but some days I, I just be over it. I be like, ugh. Like, ugh, I don't have the, I don't have the fortitude to keep on going any longer. Like, you know me, and like, I'm so overdramatic. I be like, I don't have the emotional wherewithal to continue I called my father in heaven and I said, father, get me out of here, <laughs> you know, because, you know, I just ooh, sometimes I get so irritated, like with things, situations, people, myself, like, I'm like, I'm over this. Someone needs to come and bail me out. And really, God not going to bail me out of a situation that he created, that, that he wanted me to get stronger from, you know, like God's not going to bail me out, like. This isn't, this isn't like a quick get out of this, get out of this situation type of thing. Like I'm, I'm starting to realize some stuff you just gotta, you just gotta stand. Some stuff you just gotta stand. Sometimes when stuff gets so bad, you just, you just gotta say, nah, I'm, I'm not folding. I'm not, I'm not giving up. I'm not letting go. I'm not going to be consumed by this. I'm going to have to stand. No matter what comes next, no matter what comes the day after, no matter what people say to me, I know what God promised me and I'm going to stand. I am going to keep on going. No matter what the world says about me, no matter what people say about me, hooping and hollering and crying and snapping and laughing and and joking around, I will keep on going. Because I'm telling you, some of these people... They was in your shoes, they would have folded a long time ago. Their knees would have broken. They would have laid on the ground because the type of things I've seen, the stuff I've been through, the tears I've cried, the pain I have witnessed and and, and been um, first seat to, man, like when I tell you God has been good because I thought I was going to lose my mind and instead I ended up gaining a new sense of self, you know. I thought I was going to lose my mind. Instead, I ended up gaining more strength through knowing who Christ is. Like I thought I was going to be like over and done with, but instead he has renewed me, regenerated me and moved me out of my old situation into a new one where I don't have to feel the way I felt before. I don't have to um, hold on to something that's not working for me anymore. I don't have to try to paint over, gloss over, smile in the midst of a situation that's just not working any longer because God pulled me out of it. You know, when God pulls you out, you know, okay? You don't have to, you don't have to question it. When God pulls you out, when he, when he freshens you up and he dusts the dust off your clothes and says, it's okay, baby girl, you're going to be all right. 
Oh, you know. You know, you you know, you know when God did it. You know. You know, you'll have to question it. Okay, so I just wanted to say that. And um and what else do I want to say? Oh, I'm gonna read y'all something that I wrote a while ago on my blog, 300trybywater.com. I wrote it on May 18th, 2018. It's called Resurrection of a Dream Deferred. Lately, I've been reading poetry and trying to dig into the works of authors and poets who inspire me. The first poet that inspired me to write was Langston Hughes. His description And his life experiences gave color to my childhood as I used his work as a source of inspiration. In honor of Langston Hughes, what happens to a dream deferred, a.k.a. Harlem, I wrote Resurrection of a Dream Deferred in response. Here we go. Resurrection of a Dream Deferred. My golden sunbeam of light, I will love you till there is no more fight left in me, till there is nothing left in me. Like particles of dust in the summer breeze, I will pledge my undying loyalty to the cause of my people. While you marched, I prayed. While I marched, I prayed. That you and our children will see brighter days. No more dying for crumbs being tossed from a pie unequally divided. From this moment till eternity and beyond, our cause will be reunited. I'm here to put the light to the pilot. I bring you tidings of good news, but you're too busy singing the blues, so you ain't excited. I was sad for a minute, but now I'm happy I tried it. I am with seed, so I will give it water in order to bloom. I opened my heart to it because I figured it needed room. I spoke life into it because I knew that it would be due soon. And as it matures into more than a dream, I give it to you. Baisha. Now I would like to read for you Dream Deferred by Langston Hughes. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? Or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat? Or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? And again, that's Dream Deferred by Langston Hughes. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I want to thank you just for being you. And I want to encourage you to keep on going and pushing forward in life. I know things get complicated sometimes, but God has given you all that you need to persevere. Thank you so much. Bye.